0: liked that haunted one that was so yeah. cool
1: he was really excited too was he yeah yeah He was like and then he wanted to he showed us like the basement and the the library he, he took down you
0: down there and,
1: yeah it was kind of creepy and he's like okay. yeah I, he goes okay i'm done i'm ready to go i'm like oh jeez
0: oh my gosh
1: yeah. when we did that when we recorded that the weather was it was like snowing and it was like ice the next morning and then like a week later here we are and it's like
0: Super nice out. Beautiful outside. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks, Marissa, for taking time. I know you don't have much to spare. You are the president of three organizations. You were the student of the year. My first question is, where do you find the time?
0: Um, I think that if you're really committed to something and that you really want to do something, you'll find the time for it no matter what. Uh, But definitely over the past three years, I've learned to kind of pare down my time, figure out what I'm doing pretty much with each hour. Um, When I came on campus as a freshman, I got really, really involved in a ton of different organizations and definitely sped myself too thin. So now it's kind of down to the ones that I'm really passionate about. And, you know, some people are really passionate about, you know, volunteering or going off campus or being like, really active with their friends or families. But I really like um, serving the student population and being with the other student leaders on campus.
1: So let's go back to that time when you were a freshman and you just came to UD. What, What did you start with getting involved with and how did you get involved with it?
0: I started with some of the stuff I'm still in now. Um, I was also in the Spanish club back then. I got involved in Phi Theta Psi. I started with SGA right away. Um, I began as just a journalist for the Bell Tower at that time, too. Um, We used to have a Democrats club at UD as well. I'm not sure if that's going right now. But a lot of different things, just because I came from a really small high school, and so we didn't have a lot of opportunities for that. So it was so different for me to come here and have... All of these chances to delve into different topics and areas.
1: When you started, did you think that you would be the president of the student mm-hmm. government association? Was that something you felt like? oh, I'd like to do that, or did you just kind of slowly get into it?
0: I think more slowly get into it. Um, When I was in high school, I actually ran for student government, and I lost. So my pride, I think, was a little hurt from that. So um, So you got your redemption. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. I guess I did.
1: And so when you started here as a freshman and you are involved in those organizations, was it very overwhelming, or was this something you were used to in high school?
0: No, definitely overwhelming. Yeah, especially with the pre-law team. Um, Walking into it, I didn't know how much of a big commitment that would be, especially my freshman year. Luckily, Ben Bartles and the other pre-law people who were there at the time really helped me figure out what I was doing, keep me on my feet. Um, So now I can handle it better, but it was definitely a lot.
1: What is pre-law? Because I think a lot of people maybe are getting a different idea just by the title probably than what you actually are doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, I might be biased, but I think it's the best academic program on campus. So it's headed by Professor Ben Bartles, who's a defense attorney for the city of Dubuque, and um, so he runs it. It kind of has two parts to it. One is mediation, which is more uh, a wider application. We have a lot of communication students, a lot of business students that come in for it because it's really learning how to negotiate in hard situations, emotional situations. You know, find a middle ground, um, really become a mediator um, in in. And... <laughs> life for a lot of different areas and moot court itself is probably more where the law comes in because you get a case problem with actual you know cases that the supreme court and uh, you know other courts have decided and you have to argue in front of judges so moot court's definitely the more strenuous part of it but mediation's the fun part of it and so i definitely encourage anyone thinking about you know anything with law or just in general that they want to build their speaking skills to get involved in the program
1: yeah like as you said too it's not just people that want to be lawyers, these are skills that you can transfer to just about any major that you're here for. So yeah, Yeah, that's definitely interesting. And what events do you guys have coming up or what are some things you have coming up for pre-law?
0: So we'll start again. We'll begin preparations probably in May is when the case comes out for uh, moot court. And then we'll kind of work on it over the summer, whoever's in Dubuque. And then as soon as fall hits, that's when it really gets going. Mediation and moot run at the same time during the fall. And then pretty much every other weekend, you know, I'm either somewhere for moot, somewhere for mediation. And we travel mostly uh, nationally. We go to Texas, we go to Florida, Georgia, a lot of our popular destinations. And then last year, we actually went to Scotland for mediation too.
1: Wow, so what's that experience like to go and communicate with students not only from different schools and stuff, but a whole different country?
0: That was... The best experience in my college career because they were everyone who was there were uh, either pre law students like we were, or they were actual law students from the United States, from all Mm -hmm. over Europe, from over Asia, from Africa, everywhere. And so they brought their own cultures, they brought their own, you know, um, political climate into them. We definitely talked a lot of politics. um, And it was interesting hearing, you know, what other people thought about the United States. And they had a ton of questions for us, too. So it was so nice to be in that environment with so many people from so many places.
1: Well, great. That sounds like you guys keep busy in Uh, (laughs) pre-law. Next is the Bell Tower. As many students know, it is like the campus newspaper. Uh, How often does that come out?
0: It's a monthly publication.
1: And so leading up to that month, do you get to decide or do the members get to decide what they're writing about? Are they assigned tasks? And how do you go about finding what you want to write about?
0: Yeah, so we have constant articles that we do every month, like the Faculty of the Month, Staff of the Month, um, Politics for Dummies, that kind of thing. So we know those are constant every month. And then we kind of have writers who specialize in certain areas who like to do those things. But then there's always room for like 10 articles of just whatever the journalists want to write about. We also have contributing journalists who aren't necessarily on the Beltar Payroll who submit articles as well. So really it is completely formed by the students.
1: And so what is something that you enjoy writing about?
0: I really like politics. (laughs) And I think even just like local politics, too. I like things that people can relate to, especially our students. Um, I wrote, I think, most memorably about the worldview recently. And that definitely caused a lot of discussion on campus. And that's what I really wanted people to do was no matter what they thought, whichever side they were on, was just critically analyze why they thought that way, what could be improved or what was already good.
1: What do you would you say to people that are wanting to join the Bell Tower, but they don't know what they're getting into? Is there a way to kind of get exposed to it without diving right into it?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. So actually, next year I'm going to be stepping down from it, and Ian Turner will be the editor in chief. And so just sending you know him even an email or the Bell Tower at dbq.edu an email. The only commitment really is to just try to come. We have a monthly meeting where we plan everything. Um, you can either be a photographer. We have accountants. Um, we have layout, and then we also have our journalists as well and editors. So there's a wide variety of jobs you can do, and there is no like minimum commitment of how much you need to write, how many articles. Um, So if you don't want to do any one month, that's fine. If you want to do five the next month, it's totally up to you. Actually, I got a question. Okay. Do you guys have comics in the Bell Tower? We don't, but we used to. My first year, we did have comics. We actually had students submit comics, um, and I think we tried to start that up again maybe last year, but we didn't really get any submissions, so it's kind of gone away. We do have the art feature every month where we feature some piece of student art or, like, photography or, you know, digital art and design, that kind of thing. So we could definitely do comics again, I bet.
1: Well, if there's someone out there that knows how to draw and write (laughs) comics, comics please let the bell tower know uh so for student government association what are some things you guys are working on right now for the student body
0: So we actually just today held our first part of the I Pledge campaign. And so, you know, really even the past couple years on campus, there has been a lot of unrest, um, those unfortunate, you know, anti-diverse incidents that have happened on campus. And so we're really committed to try and, you know, bridge that gap again, bring that trust back within the student body. So our I Pledge campaign, we gave away free t-shirts, we have a big banner that everyone signed, um, promoting inclusion and diversity. So that's something we're really working on. Uh, We also want to expand the charging stations um, that are right now in the library we're also introducing them into the science building at the end of next month and hopefully more on campus as well Uh, we're also looking at how we can get more ridership on the jewel restructuring our payment plan for that Uh, we're hosting a barbecue on the quad this coming wednesday from 11 to 1 Um, a lot of things over the summer we're going to be focusing mostly on handing out all of our funding to the student organizations and kind of regrouping getting ready for the next year
1: and you guys had just handed out some very cool diversity T-shirts, and then mm-hmm. you got the button-on, too, yep. designed by Miss Evelyn Ortiz.
0: Yes, she is our head designer. She's very awesome.
1: cool. Yeah, I got a shirt today. Uh, she threw it in my face, and, it, and I'm, I'm going to be wearing it Wednesday. <laughs> um, I talked about this with Evelyn as well last week. Um, meetings are open to all students. Why would you encourage a student to come in and listen?
0: Oh, because that's the best way to get your voice heard. I meet with the president monthly, and so if there's anything that you need him to hear, um, we have the dean of student life as one of our advisors. He's at every meeting. Um, we have those direct connections to you know people who, if you do have a complaint, if you have something brought up or a compliment as well, we always like those. Um, we're the people really that are your connection to them. So we want to hear what the students want. We want to make sure we're acting in your best interests and we can't do that if we don't know what they are.
1: My last couple questions is what would you have advice for students who are worried about the time commitment? They say oh I don't know if I can handle it. What does someone that's president of three organizations have (laughs) to say about time commitment?
0: If you really want to do something, you will find the time for it. And I mean, I definitely know it doesn't feel like 24 hours in a day is a lot, but really if you, you know, make sure, okay, I'm only going to spend an hour on Netflix, you know, you don't keep letting it autoplay. I definitely watch plenty of Netflix too, but really finding those niches that you have passion in, that you find people that you really like to be with, and it won't feel overwhelming or like work at all.
1: Anything else you'd like to add to someone that's listening, a student, a Faculty, some random person, what would you like to say to them right now?
0: I think our time at this campus is really, really precious, and now that I'm moving into my senior year next year, I'm reflecting on everything that I've had, I've done, and everyone I've met, all the experiences I've had, and I am really glad that I got involved on campus, that I didn't, you know, stay in my dorm, or, you know, when I moved off campus, that I did stay active on campus, and so I really push everyone not to regret wasting time in college, that even if you try something, it doesn't work out. You know, if you keep trying things, eventually you're going to find something that really really was worth your time.
1: Well, I thank you for your time today, and uh, now we can enjoy the rest of this beautiful night here in Dubuque.
0: Exactly. Have fun.